NFR. NFR Extra is a podcast dedicated to the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo and features icons and personalities that embody the Western lifestyle. It's really crazy what our industry and all youth rodeo is doing for the sport. The, the money that the kids get the rope for nowadays, it's, it's life-changing at, I mean, nine, ten-year-olds are, you know, making really, really good money, and that, that's just crazy, and that, I'm so excited for our sport and what the Junior World Finals is doing. All these rodeos are adding more money every year from last year, the year before, and I think that's why it's taking taking more money to make the NFR, which is great. We, You know, uh, you want the 15th place to have the most money ever each year. It, that means it's growing our sport. This is Brylan Bentley, and you're listening to NFR Extra. Doing good. How about you, Riley? Oh, everything's good. Just sitting up here, freezing my butt off in Redmond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not in Texas uh, anymore. Nope, 32 degrees this morning. Yes, yeah, sir. That's what I said. <laughs> but at least it's a wet 32 degrees. It's not as cold as it is at home. Like if it's 32 in Texas, it is probably like 40 something right now here. If if you equivalent it to Texas 32, it ain't that there bad, you go. but it's still chilly. That's a pretty good scale. I, I'd say you're pretty close to right. It's still pretty cold. Yeah, this and is like the... everybody been good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You ever watch the you ever watch the Game of Thrones, Riley? No, sir, I have not. All right. Well, that's uh they have the never ending winter, and that's what this feels like. This is just that it's never stopping. <laughs> We're never getting out because, of it. Yeah, it's it's uh, April. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy. Crazy. That's that's good. Um, thanks for having me on. A hundred percent. How does it feel to be number one in the world right now? Oh, it feels feels pretty pretty good. You no, know, uh, that's that's my goal my whole whole life. I mean, not just to be number one in the world throughout the the season, but you know, finish it off and you know have a gold buckle. Um, last year, you know, struggled a little bit, made made the finals, and then you know I, I learned so much over you know the whole the whole year last year. I, I think, I mean. I'm a totally different roper than I was at the end of last year to, you know, this year, just consistently and, you know, got a couple more horses that are, you know, fit me good. And um, I'm excited about this year. I mean, it feels great, but it's still, still April. Got a long, long rest of the season left. What went into making it to the finals last year? Well, you know, the rookies don't get to go to all the buildings. So I got to, got to go to a couple of them. Uh, didn't get to go to all of them, and then, I mean, you know, a lot of hard work. But once once you get out there, it's everybody ropes good. You know, I think it. Everybody has a good horse. Everybody's you know, doing all the same things. I think it. You know, mentally, you have to. Everybody gets beat down mentally. You just gotta really. That's. I think that's you know the huge part is stay mentally focused and you know know why you're out there. Know Know, know you're good enough and just keep your head down and get to it. So Riley, with you being a rookie last year, obviously there's a learning curve with 
your travel schedule and entering and and all of that who who helped you kind of keep that organized because as you get into june and july i mean there there's so much going on yes sir i i had a Seth Emerson, I asked him a couple questions, uh, but really, I like to kind of do it all on my own, really just pay attention, you know, read the PSN, kind of, no one's really going to know your, what you, what your schedule is, you know, what, what you want to do, what your rodeos you want to go to, so I kind of just stuck to, you know, prioritize the tour rodeos and try to go the, you know, try to go the good ones and not, uh, not kill myself, but, um, you know, July, July is tough. Everybody's out there rodeoing, you know, I'm going to draw good. I, I, I think I won like four checks in July. So come wow. August, I was, I was done. Like I, you know, you're, you're just beat. Your horse is beat. You're beat. You ain't been winning. I went home for like two days and then come back to the Northwest and had a, you know, a great, couldn't ask for anything better. You know, just placed every, every week and, uh, finished it off but it's it's hard you know every come july diane right there if you're in the top you know so many you're going home if you're in the bottom so many you're going home so sure and last year is so crazy i mean after we got to you know august the top 10 guys in the world they you know they weren't winning really you know 11 through 25 everybody was winning them them 10 15 guys right there it was crazy. Most money it ever took to make the make the finals in the calf open. So really after so I had a, a big week there, one Reno, one second at Greeley, and they said, uh, yeah, it'd probably take about eighty, eighty five thousand to make you know, make the finals and I had I just want had a thirty thousand dollar week before the fourth of July and I had about fifty seven, fifty eight thousand one. I was like, Look, this ain't too bad. They they say eighty is all it's gonna take. Um, you know, got a couple months couple months to get another 30 something thousand but that that was not the case 100 and didn't even make the nfr wow uh, it was it was crazy ever i mean everywhere you went then top the 11 through 20 guys were winning it can't get ahead and you can't can't stumble your toe because next guy behind you is gonna pass you up definitely a knife fight on that deal and the room for air is so small in the in the tie down rope. And you just talked about getting some new horsepower to you when you're going down the road, like in the summertime in, in the battle of it all, do you change up your horses from your winter program to your summer program? So last year I had a, uh, the, the black horse I rode at the finals this year. I rode him in the, the winter a little bit, but it really wasn't a winner for me. I didn't get to go to everything I got to go to this year. You know, I got, uh, Fort Worth, Denver, and Austin's all I got to go to last year. So I got to go to you know, San Antonio, everything, everything this year. So I bought the horse I rode this year right after the NFR, and I rode him at all all the building rodeos besides Odessa. I rode him, you know, everywhere. And uh, I plan on taking him out there this summer, but uh, I've he's been so good for me, and I have you know two other really good ones. I'm not. I'm gonna take him to probably forty. 40 of the best rodeos and, you know, send him home. And uh, I've been fortunate to have, you know, two really good other ones. It's not like I'll be, you know, on a, on nothing less than what he is. So it, that's a, that's huge to have, you know, a couple of horses that I can use through the, the season and, you know, stay hooked all the way through. Is there someone that you've been reaching out to, to help you find these horses? I mean, do you have a, 
I mean, not, not that it's a trade secret or anything. I just didn't know if, if maybe there's somebody that you reach out to when you're looking for another horse. Uh, no, sir. Uh, I've been fortunate to really, the, the ones that I found weren't, weren't really for sale or weren't really, uh, I, I don't really know. I just, you know, I've been blessed to be at the right time at right time in my life and, uh, be able, be able to buy them a, Right, I just got the getting this other horse, uh, the one that Josie uh, rode at the the finals last year and rodeoed mm-hmm. on. I I rode him this past week and I got him up here at Redmond. I'm gonna ride him out here in California and got the horse I rode the whole winter. He's back in Texas. I gotta fly back and go to San Angelo. But no, I I just been blessed to be in the position I was at the right time to be able to purchase some horses. Talk to me about what your experience was for the Junior World Finals and how that maybe gave you some insight on what the future of your professional career would look like. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I've been, we go to Vegas in December to rope for me since I was, I think, 11, 11 years old. So in the past nine, nine years, I've been, been going to Vegas to rope in December. It wasn't, you know, nothing new, really. Um, but the competition, you know, you're, you're growing up against the guys you're going to rope against. Really, you know, um, it, it's huge. You know, the high the high pressure situation, you know, rope for big money. And in Vegas as 11, 12, you know, 13 year old, that that just sets you up for, I mean, really, when you're 18, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be nervous. You know, you've been out there to, you know, Vegas and got the rope for big money and it's it's really crazy what our industry and all youth rodeo is doing for the sport. The the money that the kids get the rope for nowadays it's it's life changing at I mean, nine, ten year olds are, you know, making really, really good money and that that's just crazy and that I'm so excited for our sport and what the junior world finals is doing because I mean, really there was a bunch of junior opens but when I when I went to Vegas the first time for the junior world finals, it was there really wasn't a lot of, you know, big ropings. And that was the only thing out in Vegas. So like every, everybody, everybody wanted to, you know, be out there. And, uh, it's a select, select few that get to go only, you know, only the best. So that, that's huge. Do you feel like there's a setup that fits your style better than others or, or a place that you're like, Hey, when I go back there, I'm looking to win this thing. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, well, I, I used to be go fast all the time and just, you know, go for broke every time. But, you know, now you kind of, you can't go for broke every time. You got to, you know, be fast, but be consistent. Um, I, I try to, you know, be, be prepared for any situation, practice, you know, you know, what, what's going to happen, you know, and, you know, figure out where I'm going, what the setup is and, you know, try to try to ride the best horse in that situation. And, now give give myself the best chances to win. Let's take a quick pause and we'll be right back. Looking to rope in some news and features you can't find anywhere else? Then look no further than the series of blogs at nfrexperience.com. You'll find customized content from experts in all things rodeo and Las Vegas. There's the NFR Insider, NFR Traveling Partners, and one-on-one with Susan Canode. Hurley's Hotspots and Heart of the NFR with Brian Hurlbert, 
NFR experience with Patrick Everson and the Junior World Finals with Jack Nowlin. There's something for all rodeo fans. Check it out at nfrexperience.com because legacies and memories are made in Vegas. How would you describe your style of roping? Like, is there something that stands out in your style? Is it your roping that's better or the tying portion of it? Like, what do you think is your strongest point? What my, my strongest point, I think, is, uh, you know, I got, I've just said this before, but my horses right now are unbelievable. And uh, I, I have really three number one horses right now. And not, you know, some people, you know, don't, don't even have really a, a number one. So I think the horsepower and, you know, being young and being uh, you know, dedicated to my craft and, you know, wanting to get up every day and do the best I can and be the best I can in and out of the arena, I think that, uh, that kind of separates, you know, the pack. Do you hit the gym much or are you just going straight for the fact that you've got great genetics and youth and uh, some good horsepower and just rodeo? Um, I, I don't really, I'm not in the gym much. I, I like to, you know, I like to tie a lot, tie from the post and, you know, do, do the things that, you know, that's still, that's building muscle. So I like, you know, them, them are the muscles that I, I need to work. I, I think if you get, you know, too ripped and, you know, not too strong, you can't be too strong, but you get, you know, too ripped, your muscles can't, you're not, they're not loose enough. And, uh, I think just, you know, be loose, stretch and try, try to eat healthy and, uh, you know, you know, practice and have, have a game plan when you're going into it. Um, I, I might have to, you know, work out more later in my career, but right now I, I like to just you know, try to stretch and, you know, practice, practice rope and staying loose and being rope in shape. I'm going to stay with that. Like, don't get too ripped. I just, that's yeah. my focus. Yeah. I just I, can't I, get too ripped. I wish, I wish I had that problem. <laughs> so, uh, Riley, you're, you're spending a lot of time on the road. So I've got a two part question for you. Number one, yes, where's your favorite place to eat while you're on the road when you have the time? And number two, how do you keep yourself busy when you've got those, those long hauls from place to place? Because, there's podcasts and radio and all that, but there, there's got to be some interesting things you can do along the way to kind of keep yourself entertained. Absolutely. I, I like to, our favorite food place is probably any, any good Mexican food. We like to like to pull in there for the Mexican food, but any, it just depends what part of the country we are, but uh, a hibachi steakhouse or some Mexican food, that's, that's, that's the place. But, uh, I like it. And staying busy, I always like to I like to plan ahead. So I'm always looking up, you know, all these rodeos are adding more money every year from last year, the year before. And I think that's why it's taking taking more money to make the NFR, which is great. We, you know, uh, you want the 15th place to have the most money ever each year. That means it's growing our sport, and that people are spinning out their hooks. So I like to, you know, plan ahead look at, look at what rodeos are adding this summer already. Kind of, kind of, obviously you're not going to know exactly, you know, when you get up and stuff, but kind of have a game plan, uh, you know, what's gonna, what's gonna be done. I, I didn't get to go to Canada last year. So, uh, I got, got to get in to go to Calgary this year and probably Pinoca and stuff. So I was looking at, you know, what I need to do to have everything ready to go to Canada and, we go play golf a little bit, but I, I try to stay busy and try to stay entered up where we don't have a lot of downtime, but 
not not kill ourselves. We'd like to have fun out here too. It's it's a job, but you're out here. It's not like your typical nine to five. You're sure. you're out here all year and grinding it out. So you got you got to keep it fun. All right. So what's what's your order at the hibachi and then at the Mexican restaurant? Uh, it's either like uh, beef fajitas or like chicken quesadillas, and then like a steak and shrimp hibachi with uh, double rice, no noodles. Nice. That a boy. Okay. All right. We can go to dinner together now. Keeping it tight. <laughs> <It's fair. laughs> With regards, you've had some success. And I know that like going to Reno and, and getting the silver spurs, that's a pretty big accomplishment. And that's on a lot of guys' checklist. What are, give me one rodeo that you really want to win other than obviously the NFR and give me what your career goal is. What rodeo I really want to win. Oh, that's, that's tough. Uh, all of them, really. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I need one, Riley. Give me one. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't. Pendleton would be pretty cool to win. Pendleton. I, I think I'll try to get the the repeat over that Reno would be pretty nice. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, so now that you won Houston this year, are you going to change your summer strategy, or are you going to continue to keep things as you were? No, sir. I'm going to, you know, keep everything as I, I had it. Try to, try to, you know, go as hard as possible without, you know, being ridiculous about it. But, uh, I kind of, I kind of going to change up my game plan over the 4th of July and not try to go to, you know, eight rodeos in four days. I'm going to try to enter for, you know, reruns and try to have the, you know, try try to have the best run possible when I, when I show up and not be, you know, tired and driving from here, flying, you know, show up at a couple over the 4th of July and, you know, be ready to go because really, I last year I looked at it. I didn't, you know, didn't have much success in July. It was tough. Uh, calves were strong. Everything was. I I really had that that huge week of Reno, Greeley, nothing in July, and then I there were so many good rodeos in the Northwest. August, September. That's that's where I made the finals. Is August, September. All the rodeos just. I didn't even win first. Uh, I think I won first at one rodeo in the August, September, but just. At, you know, just tying them down, making good runs, and get getting paid. I, you know, stacking them checks together, August, September, ever. You know, that that's huge. So I'm, I'm gonna try not to kill myself in July. You know, there's so many more rodeos they add. Salt Lake City is huge this year, going to be a pro rodeo. So try to go to the big ones in July, and then be ready to go hard as possible August, September. So you, growing up, I do want to know is you've got some experience under your belt. Now you've been to the NFR, you've been to some of these bigger shows, you've been to the big buildings growing up. Did you say, I'm going to be Riley Webb. I'm going to be X time world champion. What was that number um, for I mean, how many, how many time world champion do you think you got in you? Uh, what, whatever God, God wants me to do. But, uh, I, I really just want to, you know, be able to rope for a living, do whatever, do what I love to do every day and be able to make a living all, you know, gold buckle is awesome and that, and it, it, it might come, but, uh, you know, being able to show up every day and do my job and, you know, be able to do what I love every day for a living. Not a lot of people get to do that. So can't take that for granted, but, uh, you know, I'm going to try to put myself in the best position come December every year and try to have a shot at it. And, you know, some, sometimes it's out of your, you know, out of your will. You can't, you can't do nothing about it. It just, you know, the draw the calves or, you know, you had a bad, bad, bad lick here or whatever, but just try to do the best I can and be in the best spot come December and 
see what I can do in 10 days. That was like the most humble, wise-souled, many-time world champion answer from a kid that's got one <laughs> NFR under his belt. I was looking for a big number, Riley, but that was probably the best <laughs> answer that a guy could give me. Who gets more nervous watching you, your mom or your dad? That's that's tough. Uh, that's my dad probably. He he's always calling. Where are you at? I'm like, you know where I'm at. You just where you where you got drawn. When's the slack start? I'm like, I, I the schedule I sent you. It says everything on there. What you know? Like the only thing I could add is what you know who ran my calf. I, I can just I'll add that in the let you let you know. But he he's pumped. He's I got a great great support system. You know, uh, cousins, grandparents. You know, mom and dad. It's you couldn't ask for yeah. a better support system. But uh, I right. said, uh, they, you know, they're all they're all busy out there. Their their ten days is probably busier than mine out there <laughs> helping y'all out. Yeah, yeah. Mister Dirk, Mister Dirk, and Miss Jennifer. They will they will definitely keep you in line. And uh, man, that's like uh, you said. You had that tough go, and you went home for a couple of days. And sometimes just some good cooking for Mama will give a guy a punch in the arm that you need. Yeah. Well, it's a funny story. We went home for two days and then we were, I was up at Lawton, Oklahoma, a couple hours from the house. And me, me and dad went up there and I was like 15, I was right on the bubble and he was freaking out. I'm like, Hey, this is not, this is not what I need right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just Like, let's just talk about something else. Like, let's just, he, we yeah, got, no. he was more nervous. He had four Mountain Dews fire rope that day. Like, oh God. <laughs> yeah, maybe switch the water. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, That's the great. cool the cool thing, Riley, because I, I see it with my dad too. I mean, I I grew up watching my dad at circuit rodeos and thinking he was cool and now my dad calls me when I'm at a rodeo because he thinks that's cool. So enjoy Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Enjoy, enjoy the people you have around you. Absolutely. They they you know, they want the, what's best for us. They're our number one fan, mom and dad. So it's just funny how how you know the tables have turned you're you know bugging them and now they're <laughs> not bugging me but they're they want to know what's going on <laughs> right yeah well best of luck to you in redmond uh this this uh, week here riley and i really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to visit with us and we wish you nothing but the absolute best and take that lead that you've got in the world and run on with it and we look forward to seeing you many 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 times uh there at the regular national finals rodeo Thank you. Thank you all for having me. It's pretty fun this morning. Want to experience more of the NFR? Then visit NFRexperience.com. And we invite you to subscribe to NFR Extra on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and wherever you're listening right now. If you like what you've heard on NFR Extra, we would love it if you gave us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe. 